This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Today on episode number 695 of the School of Podcasting, look, you're freaking out because you're running out of ideas for future episodes. I've got 10 free tools so that you never run out of topics. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. This is why I help you start your podcast and grow your influence. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, when you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start and sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription. And don't forget, you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. And today, as I record this, can I peel back the curtain? I'm actually driving home from DC PodFest as, well, normally when I would be recording this. I record these typically on Sunday and put them out. But as I record this right now, it's October 27th. Yeah, I know. You're in the future. You're in November. I'm way back in October. This is how you keep your schedule by planning ahead sometimes and going, hey, look, you know what? I'm never going to be able to get home next week and have an uh, episode out in time on Monday. And that's kind of what we're talking about today is how do I keep my schedule? Well, I've kept this schedule for 14 years now. I celebrated 14 years for this particular podcast last month, and I would be lying if I said it was easy to come up with ideas for every episode every week. There are some weeks when I'm like, it's uh, Thursday, I have an episode coming out on Monday, and I have no idea what I'm talking about. And so I would say this, there are some episodes that I like just can't wait for you to listen to. And I get like zero feedback. And then there are others that I kind of go, I think I took that one out of the oven a little early. I'm not quite sure that one was ready for the public. And I'll get tons of feedback on it. It's always kind of weird. And I've also had a few shows where finding new ideas for episodes, it kind of took all the fun out of podcasting because it took forever. And so I actually shut those shows down. And in some cases, I've brought them back. It's kind of weird. And that's one of the beauties of podcasting. You are in control. It's your show. And so I always advise my clients to really think twice when it comes to setting a schedule. When somebody comes up to me and goes, I want to do a daily podcast, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just pump the brakes just for a second on that and really think about that. And what I say is go and record a couple episodes. However your workflow is, if you're going to have somebody edit it, that's fine. If you're going to do this or that, but do some episodes, like actually create them. And it doesn't really mean you have to release them, but go through the steps of creating an episode so that then you can really know what it takes to create an episode. And then you can figure out, okay, where am I going to squeeze creating a podcast into my schedule? Now, you don't have to have a consistent schedule, but I'm here to tell you, I think it really, really helps. Why? Because when you release on a consistent schedule, you become part of their routine. And that I think is huge. When people are like, hey, it's Thursday, you know, where's the episode from Bambi or whoever? And so that's one thing I would say, think twice about that. And 
always remember that you can take a break. There are times when this thing called life gets in the way, you know, like when grandma dies or whatever, you lose your job or you're having, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And there are times when you just get on the mic and you say, look, I got some things I got to take care of. I'll be back on this date. And then really all you have to make sure of is that, well, you come back on that date. It's And your audience likes you. Will they be disappointed? Sure. But they want you to be healthy. They want you to be happy. And because when you're healthy and happy, you typically create the podcast that they like to consume. So if you're like, hey, I've got an issue here, they want you to take care of that. So with that in mind, there are times, though, like you're like, Dave, I am healthy as a horse. I'm just running out of ideas. I've been doing this for a while. And what the heck? And I'm I'm doing something I normally don't do. This information is in the school of podcasting. I don't usually give like this is the stuff I charge for. Now, to be honest, I'm telling you what these are. But in the school of podcasting, I show you how to do this. So there is a difference here. But here are some ideas, some tools that you can use so that you never run out of ideas. Now, with this said, I am talking, as I always am, about delivering value. You can't put out an episode every day if there's no value in it. I mean, you can say, oh, look at me. I'm so consistent. Yeah, but if there's no value, I mean, I deeply, deeply care about delivering value. So. Here are some things, and some of these you've heard and some of these you may not. One is Facebook groups. That's free, and all you have to do is go out to Facebook.com, go up into the search bar, and I just went out there and typed the word divorced because, well, I am, and I saw divorced women for marriage, divorced women support group, divorced parents, um, divorced Gordon. Poor Gordon, divorced dads with kids, divorced Christian. And that was just some of them. And you could go there and request to be added. And then what do you do? Here's the key the first thing you want to do when you go into that group is listen. Just listen. And by seeing what people are talking about, you can then create content that you know will resonate with your audience. I do this every Saturday. I do a show with Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. It's called Ask the Podcast Coach. You can find it at AskThePodcastCoach.com. And every Saturday, I wake up about an hour and a half before I go live. I actually do that show live on Saturday mornings, 1030 Eastern, AskThePodcastCoach.com slash live. And I, if it starts at 10, about 830, I am going into Facebook And I'm looking for questions that people are asking because it's great content. I know if that one person is asking, who's the best media host, that somebody else is probably thinking that. And the answer, by the way, is Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. Use the coupon code SOP free because as you hear this, it's at the beginning of the month. And if you go to Libsyn again, L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com, use the coupon code SOP free. You get November free and December. You won't make a payment until January. And so I see all these common questions and it's kind of fun now because I try not to answer all the exact same questions because it's the same questions 
every week in these groups. And those, when you first start out, are the ones you want to make sure I've checked off the six questions that people ask over and over and over in your topic. So it's super easy. And then while you're there, of course, answer questions for people. And you want to make sure to see if there are any kind of rules from the moderator. And you might be able to say something like, hey, I actually talked about this on episode 22 of my podcast and then answer the question and wait for somebody to go, do you have a link to your podcast? And then you could give them a link. So the first one, Facebook groups can help you get ideas for your episode. Now, another thing before we get off of Facebook groups is if you say, hey, Dave, um, it's weird. You know how you said there were so many Facebook groups? I do a show about pygmy pony racing. And I don't see a Facebook group for, for that. Well, then start one because there may be other people looking for pygmy pony racing. Maybe. You never know. A second one, and this one has been around like forever, and that is Google Alerts. What this is, and I'll have links to everything out at schoolapodcasting.com slash 695. Go to Google Alerts and you type in kind of what you're looking for. Picture it this way. You're kind of saying, man, I wish I just could have an assistant to go out to Google and search for this. And you can then, Google will go out, search for it, and email you the results. And this is what some people don't know. You can take those results and use them in an RSS feed. And we'll talk about that in a second. But realize that's the cool thing that I love about it is you can have this information. So what you want to do with that is is you can have like you can google your name which is horrible in my case cuz there's like a a player a basketball player in England named Dave Jackson there's like I know personally I know 5 David Jacksons in Akron Ohio alone so googling my name is pointless but I do have things set up for school of podcasting power of podcasting things like that that I want to go um that's mine you can't use that so and also if somebody's saying hey the school of podcasting is really really good I want to know that. So Google Alerts can kind of speed things up and automate that process. Now, I just mentioned that you can get Google Alerts as an RSS feed, and that's where this next, again, free tool that you can use to have information. And that is, I have two, pick one. One is Feedly, and the other one is NO Reader. I learned about NO Reader from my buddy James Cridlin from podnews.net. If you want to keep up with podcasting, check out that show. And I believe Feedly is a little more expensive if you go with the paid version, but they both have free versions. And right now I'm using Inno Reader. I kind of miss Feedly. I like the interface on Feedly a little better. You can try them both for free. So now you can take that feed from Google Alerts and put it into Feedly. And now when the little Google robot goes out in Google's whatever is the phrase that you put in Google to Google, that's way too many Googles. It puts the results in a feed, which goes into Feedly. So that means when you log into, we'll just say Feedly for this one, you log into Feedly and there are your results. Pretty cool. But you can also then go to other websites and see if they have a blog or if they have an RSS feed on your website. And what you do, you do not click on an RSS feed. Like when you see the little orange RSS button, you don't click on it because you're going to get a face full of code. That is basically kind of, if this was a radio, that is the signal. And so what you need to do is right-click on the RSS button or the RSS link and copy that link 
and then paste it into Feedly. And again, I, I show you how to do this at the School of Podcasting. So you can have all this information going in. So now you've got all these popular blogs that in some cases don't have podcasts. Why, I don't know, but they they don't. And so you can have all that information coming in. And that might, you know, like I have a lot of news things that come in to my Feedly and my NO reader. And I go, oh, that's pretty cool. I should talk about that on the show. So I'm not stealing their content. In many cases, I'm going and reading a story and going, that's a bunch of hooey. And then I will talk about it on my show. So that's what I use blogs for. And there are tons, like gazillions of blogs that you could have coming into that one place, into your feed reader, along with your Google alerts and go, oh, wow, I didn't realize that was going on. And there you go. Now, another thing you can do is you can use a tool like TweetDeck and you can do, you can look for that information that you want to talk about on your podcast. So let's say you're doing, I don't know, a dog sled show and you want to follow up on what's going on in dog sledding. You could go into to TweetDeck, which is owned by Twitter and say, look for the subject dog sledding. And you'll go, wow, holy cow. Look at all this information about dog sledding. And you can take that and say, okay, that search that I just did, make that a column. And now every time you go in, it's like, hey, here's what's going on on Twitter with dog sledding. And you can actually start conversations over there. This is also a way to help grow your audience and, again, make relationships with people because you're going to see who is putting out good information and who is putting out crap. So that's a, a free tool that you can use to have information come to you. That unfortunately is another place. There's no way that I know of. I could double check on this, but I don't think there's a way you can have like the results from Twitter go into say a Feedly, but that's okay. They're both free. So far we have spent zero on this. Now, another one, and this is free, is Amazon. Amazon, when you think about it, is a giant directory like Google only Google has websites. Amazon has, well, everything. But typically, I'm looking for books or movies, magazines, things like that. And what you can do is you can go into kind of your niche again. So if I go into dog sleds and I look for dog sledding or whatever that topic is for you, and I go into Amazon, you'll see on the left, there's an option that says, hey, see the new releases in your category. And you're like, oh, cool. And if you go to the bottom of the page, you will see where you can get an RSS feed of those results. So in the same way that you had the results of whatever the heck you were having Google automatically Google for you, you can now get the automatic results from Amazon. And where are you going to put that? You guessed it, right back in Feedly or Inno Reader or your RSS feed of choice. And now what's great about this is you can reach out to those authors that have books because, hey, it's a new release. What do they want? They want exposure for their book. So you're very likely to have them as a a, a, a guest on your podcast. And I'm going to throw, I didn't even think about this. Here's another easy way to get content for your episode that you're like, ooh, that's a good topic. I never thought about that. And since we're talking about Amazon, and you see that new release, many books, in fact, I, I want to say all books on Amazon, typically you can go in and read the beginning of the book. 
Well, what's in the beginning of the book? The table of contents. And so you can look at that table of contents and see what this person thought was so important that they put it in their book. And maybe you go, ooh, that's a good topic. I should do an episode on that. And that may involve actually interviewing the author about that topic. Or maybe you just go out to Google, throw it in a Google alert and have that information come to you. So looking at books and looking at the table of contents and going, ooh, never thought of that. That's a good topic. So lots of fun things you can do at our good friends, Amazon. And I know what you might be saying, look, Dave, this is great and all, except I do interviews. That's all I do is interviews. Well, number one, I would say, why not mix in a solo show and just talk to your audience? Because, well, you know them, you know what they need, you know what they want to talk about. But what about interviews? I ran out of people to interview. There are plenty of resources. There's podcast, that's singular, guests, that's plural, and many others. I will put a link to those. I haven't forgot about you out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 695. Now, this one is really, it's an amazing tool. It's free, and it kind of involves search engine stuff. We'll just call it search engine stuff. But it's an idea suggestion tool. And Neil Patel is a SEO like guru. Like he put the guh in guru. And he has a great YouTube channel. He's always talking about different ways to to get more exposure for your stuff. And I kind of like Neil because he knows so much. He just does. He's he's wow. And he saw that all these people were putting together tools where you had to pay to do like keyword indexing and all this other stuff. And Neil knows that like, hey, you can get that stuff for free on the internet. And so he kind of goes like, he went all Muhammad Ali and said, I'm going to shake up the world. He goes, I'm going to shake up the SEO world. And what did he do? He created a website called Uber Suggest. And it is a free tool to basically bring all sorts of content ideas. It will show you how your page is doing. It will show you what keywords are cool. And one of the things it does is you can put in your topic. So if it was me, I might go over there and put in podcasting. And it would then say, hey, here are some ideas that apparently people are searching for on the internet. So I know your mom said, don't go play in traffic. But this tool is saying, hey, here's some traffic. Do you want to play in this anywhere? And you could say, ooh, that would be a good topic to talk about. I haven't talked about that yet. So it's Uber Suggest. Now, another one that does something similar, and I believe Uber Suggest will let you export your results as a CSV file. So if you're like, oh, this is cool, how do I save this locally or put it into Evernote or whatever? Yeah, I, I believe, I'm like mm, 98% sure that you can export as a CSV in Uber Suggest. It's a really cool tool and it's free. And why is it free? Because Neil Patel was like, this is silly. People are paying for stuff that's free. I'm going to make it easy. And oh, by the way, at the bottom of every page, it says, do you need help with this stuff? Feel free to hire, hire Neil. That's why he's doing it for free. But the other one is called Answer the Public. And this is an interesting tool. It kind of does the same thing. It used to have this creepy old man in a sweater that would stare at you while you did a search. I mean, it was just weird. And they have since replaced the creepy old man with a better looking male model who now stares at you when you do a search. And so you go over there and you type in whatever your topic is, dog sledding, and it will put out the who, what, why, when, where, all these questions, again, that people may be asking 
about your topic. Here again, you can export it as a CSV because it's going to spit it out in this weird kind of spirograph as we date ourselves, kind of round circle looking. It's interesting, but you like you break your neck trying to read this basically. And you can click on a button there and export that as a CSV file. And it's a great way to put this in and just have something spit out. Here's what people are looking for. And you're like, oh, I never thought about that. And a lot of these, in some cases, are the very basic things that people are looking for. And sometimes we overlook those because we're kind of like, hey, uh, you know, that's basic stuff. And sometimes that's what people are looking for. Now, another one, if you think about that, we're, we're talking about Amazon. We're talking about Google. And another big name, of course, it's still Google, is YouTube. YouTube is the second largest search engine next to, you guessed it, Google. And uh, you may have heard of it, (laughs) YouTube. And so with this in mind, you can go to YouTube and search for a topic. And you might then, what you want to do is go to a popular channel on YouTube. So maybe there's a popular dog sledding channel on YouTube. And the idea here is, again, we want to find what are people interested in. We want to find that content that resonates with people. I love the word resonate. Can we take a tangent for a second? And then we'll go back to YouTube. When I was uh, a little boy uh, playing my guitar in the basement as a teenager, my basement resonated on E flat. Like if you turn a guitar amplifier up, And if I played an E flat, the whole basement would just kind of go. It just everything vibrated on E flat. It was great fun. And you kind of want content that does that, that once your audience finds it, they go, oh, holy cow. Have you seen this? And I got to go tell my friends. Oh, my gosh, it's resonating. So that's what you want to do with YouTube. You can find a really popular channel, then click on videos. So now you see all of their videos, and you don't want to look at all of their videos, although you might because you might be resonating with their content. But on the right, you can click on sort by most popular. And so if you do this on my channel, and I'll have a link to this again out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 695, I do have a YouTube channel. But if you do this, you'll see where my top most popular video is how to record Skype the easy way, followed by anchor.fm review watch before using. That's my number two. Number three is why you should not use SoundCloud as a media host. And then number four is what is a podcast? Understanding the mechanics of podcasting. So you could see this. And the idea here is not to steal someone's content, but to simply say, hmm, that seems to be popular with this person. And that person is in my same kind of genre. Hmm, I haven't talked about that yet. And that's where you kind of go, well, wait a minute, Dave. If someone else has already talked about this subject, like, am I allowed to talk about it? Isn't that just stealing it? Well, it's stealing if you give their stuff word for word. But you can probably find an opinion on that subject that's not going to be exactly the same as that person. And we're going to use the word competition here. Can you put up air quotes for me? Competition. Yeah, there really isn't competition in podcasting. And I know you're like, what? Come on. You so crazy. No, here's why. If this was radio, 
and we were all on at 7.30 in the morning, Monday through Friday, we would be competition. But this is podcasting. And you can listen to me on Monday, and you can listen to Daniel J. Lewis on Tuesday. You can listen to Ray Ortega from Podcaster Studio on Wednesday. You can listen to et cetera, et cetera. It's not competition. It's time-shifted conversations. So think about this. In the United States, which is where I'm based out of, and I'm sure it's the same in the country you live in, every night there's a bare minimum of at least six stations reporting on politics. And it's the same story. Today, the president, whatever, said he was going to take the Grand Canyon and use it as a landfill. And what's sad is I kind of see that maybe happening. Uh, But you would have six different stations reporting on that. And some of them are like, it's about time. And then other people are like, this is a travesty. There's going to be different takes on the exact same station. But keep this in mind. People want to hear about the information. They want to hear about products. They want to hear about whatever you're talking about. They want to hear about it from you. Now, how do I know that? Because if they wanted to hear from somebody else, it's so easy to dump you, unsubscribe, and never listen to you again. They are listening to you because they like you. And so that is why you can talk about it. You are assuming in some cases, I know I've done this, I assumed that you were listening to Daniel J. Lewis. I was assuming you were listening to Ray Ortega. I was assuming you were listening to David Hooper. And I'm like, oh, Dave talked about this on his show. Now I can't. Well, here's the thing. You're No, there's a really good, well, not a really good chance, but there's a chance that you're not listening to those other shows about podcasting. You've chose to get that information from me. So you are allowed to look at somebody and go, ooh, that's a subject I've never talked about. And again, you don't want to go over, download their show, upload it to otter.ai, take the transcript and read it. That's called stealing. That's called really lazy podcasting. But you can take that and go, hmm, that's a good thing. And many times, in fact, I know a lot of people who have started a podcast because some, and it's very similar to one they listen to, but they start a podcast because you're not talking about the stuff that I want to talk about. Or you're saying, hey, there are other things that you need to add to that. And that is your opinion that's missing. It's your insight that is missing. And so sometimes what these tools do is they inspire you and you're like, ooh, that's good. Because if you think about it, a really good idea, unless you're a genius, just doesn't grow on trees. A lot of times a really good idea is somebody will go, hey, what if we do this? And then somebody else will go, you know what, that's not a bad idea, but what if we took that then and did this? And then somebody else will go, ooh, that's even, that's really great. You know what? I actually tried to do this once. What if we take those two ideas and merge them with this and do that? And then you go, and everybody goes, oh, now that is a one of a time, one of a kind idea. And so when you look at these different resources and you have these different opinions, you may come up with a completely different insight because of who you are, where you came from, what you know, what you see. And those are, I believe, 10 different tools that will send information to you. And what's great about it is many of those are going into a feed reader 
where you can do that. Some of them, if you want, will go into your inbox. Some of them, you just have to go to tweak deck and it's actually pretty easy. You just check and go, okay, good. Now what I do with this information, because now you're like, okay, Dave, I've gone from one extreme to the other. I went from, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And now you're feeding me with a fire hose of information. I don't know what to do with all this information. And that's where, again, at the School of Podcasting, I have a course. I don't mean to make this a giant plug fest, but I have a course on organizing your podcast. It talks about having folders on your computer, but it also shows off things like Evernote and Trello. These are online tools that you can use to easily take information. This is kind of why I like Feedly and some of these other ones, because they will integrate super easy with Evernote. That's why I use Evernote. And so I have a, for lack of a better phrase, a folder in Evernote called SOP Ideas. And so no matter where I'm at, whether it's in the shower or in the car or walking around the neighborhood or sitting bored in church, (laughs) did I just say that out loud? I can actually go into Evernote and go, Ooh, I just had a great idea. Put that here. So that's how I, I organize my information. And then those times, all right. So we've got all these information sending things to you. Plus of course, your life, where you're going, your activities, the people you talk to, the phone calls, the Facebook chats, the everything else is feeding into this. You can then organize it in Evernote. So that later when you go, oh, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Oh, geez, holy cow. And you start to panic and you white knuckle. You just open up Evernote and you go, ah, that's right. I have all these things that I've organized for times just like this when I don't know what I'm going to talk about. So if uh, I know I I just threw a ton of resources at you, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 695 or go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash newsletter and have the show notes of not just this episode, but every episode sent to you automatically. If you are thinking of starting a podcast in 2020, now is the time to start. I've mentioned a couple things that are at the School of Podcasting. I'm here to tell you everything is there from shaping your idea to building your own website. If you've never done that, I'll walk you right through it. If you're not sure what equipment, it's there. If you need somebody to bounce ideas off of, that's part of the School of Podcasting. We have a private Facebook group. We have live group coaching twice a month that's extended. And then we have lunch with Dave every Thursday because I never want you banging your head. I never want you feeling like you're alone. If you want to join, I would love to have you and get you going. Now is the time to start schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code listener. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R when you sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription. And don't forget, there is a 30-day money-back guarantee. You have nothing to lose. Hey, here's what is going on in the world of podcasting events. As you listen to this, you just missed DC PodFest. Oh, it was so much fun. I'm actually driving home from that right now as you listen to this. And that was November 1st and 2nd in, as you might imagine, DC. But hey, if you're in Dublin, there's the Dublin Podcast Festival. That is November 6th. Check that out. I'll have links to all this out in the show notes. November 7th is when the On Air Fest in LA, this is a uh, 
a group that's kind of, if you are on a team of 18 creating a podcast, that's kind of, I was on the on-air fest in uh, New York last year, super duper professional people for that. The Digital Hollywood Podcasting Forum and Podcasting Awards, that starts November 12th. That is in Los Angeles. If you're in Florida, go hang out with my buddy Chris Kermitsos. The Florida Podcasters Association meetup is November 13th. If you're in Phoenix, go hang out with my buddy Evo Terra at the Phoenix Podcast Club. That is November 17th. If you want to hang out with me, the Northeast Ohio Podcasters Meetup is November 18th. If you are in California, check out the California Podcast Association. That is November 19th at the Oakland Public Library. Pods up north, my friends up there in Canada. That is November 23rd. If you want to keep up to date in podcasting events all over the world, I just started this website. It is podcastingevents.net, and I'll be keeping you posted here as we go along. But if you have a meetup or an award show or something that's going on, check it out, podcastingevents.net. Next week, I will be sharing some insights from DC PodFest because, well, I know I had a really good time there, even though technically I haven't gone there yet. DC PodFest is one of my favorite events. Jen and the whole crew there just always put on a good old time. So I'm looking forward to going there and I look forward to sharing my insights from that to have these episodes show up on your device the minute they go live. Simply go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe. If you want the show notes to come to you, schoolofpodcasting.com slash newsletter. And of course, all that chocolatey goodness is available out at my website, schoolofpodcasting.com. Until next week, thanks for listening. Class is dismissed. Take care and God bless. And so I actually celebrated 14 years of podcasting for this show last month. And I would be lying if I said it was easy to come with. I come up. I would say it was easy if I could get my mouth to work.